Wrapping up week 10 here on Run Up the Score, and we've got some really good rookie performances to dissect. Uh, the tight end position turned into even more of a muddled mess than it already does. And for those of you who never asked for Taysom Hill, potentially starting quarterback for the Saints, we might actually get it. We'll talk what all that means and how we can move forward right now. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Yo. And Tom. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Tom in the house. To the double-digit weeks. We are officially in them. And uh, gentlemen, I think the man catch of the year happened this week. I don't mean to make... All time. I mean, Bill O'Brien somewhere is still defending it on his couch, just like hammered at like eight o'clock last night. You know what? I don't care what they say. <laughs> so we pay him, and then what happens? <laughs> what happens is you have no, DeAndre Hopkins as he pours his eighth bourbon of the yeah. day. <laughs> oh God, poor well, guy. Yeah. So some DeAndre Hopkins coverage moving forward, I think, is in is in. Score what, for us. And the, and maybe the best post game tweet of the year was Kyler Murray just tweeting shit hops down there somewhere. <laughs> In his post game interview, which I was watching a lot of today, uh, they just kept showing the clip of it. He was like, honestly, like I didn't see the defenders. Yeah, like, I just saw Hopkins. <laughs> I was like, really? Because he was in triple coverage. They're calling. Well, it doesn't know, matter. The Hail Murray. Get you, a, get you a quarterback <laughs> the way Kyler Murray looks at, you know, yeah. Hopkins. I blew that bad. But <laughs> no, uh, you, I thought yeah. you were going with get you a man who can do both. I think that's where you got you got missed. You got two memes mixed up. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> Kyler <laughs> Murray is certainly doing both uh, moving forward. I think it was they. he's like he had five straight games with a passing and a rushing touchdown as of this week. He has 10 rushing touchdowns, which I believe leads the league. He's not a loser. No, uh, but we have losers always and forever. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. Oh, boy. This was a tough week for some. Scotty, let's start it off. Yeah, I'm going to an entire game. Uh, the Browns and Texans didn't score a single touchdown until the fourth quarter. Uh, nobody really did anything of value in this entire game. Watson throws his touchdown to Pharaoh Brown. And, and some might say, hey, Nick Chubb had a great game. Yeah, only if you looked at the box score. He's a huge loser for fantasy purposes, taking away an easy touchdown. We don't care about who wins and loses Nick Chubb. We care about fantasy points here on this podcast. And you cuffed us <laughs> on a touchdown, and I will not forget it. It's a tough one to, yeah. to live down. You know who else had a tough one in that outing? I was waiting to see if you'd bring him up. Uh, Kaimi Fairbairn, zero. Get a nice goose egg Dang. from the kicker. That helps out a lot at the bottom line. Oh, they went for two or did he miss? Uh, they went for nothing um, all the time. They just they went for it on fourth down in every possible situation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They scored a touchdown. Why didn't he have a point? Yeah. I don't know. 
He got zero. I, I didn't investigate much. I was out. Oh, you're, you're looking. You're probably looking at his fantasy score. He probably missed a field goal and and kicked an extra point. But Tom's in a minus ah, from his kick league or something I like see. that. Yeah, I just but pulled yeah, it up. That's exactly what happened. So that's your standard scoring in many leagues. So a standard. Uh, out of a standard day for him, zero points. That's going to help a lot. Standard, not very good. Yeah, I mean, it is a nice sign to see these running backs look like they're both going to be awesome, though. Yeah. This is, um, I mean, this is a tough week. That game was ridiculous. And, you know, there was a lightning was delay. And then they came out. It was driving rain was the entire three time. nothing forever, it yeah. seemed like. Yeah, I mean. Fuller and Cooks both under 50 yards. This was a game where you felt confident in starting like everybody you had. Yep. Duke Johnson revenge game. Nothing. Yeah. And I lose to Don by one point uh, with Watson at the quarterback <laughs> position. But Kareem Hunt also on that team. Uh, 19 carries. So, you know, don't worry about him. Right. I mean, uh, four targets, yeah. three catches, goes for over 100 total yards, goes for over 100 rushing alone. So the rare. The rare scenario where two running backs on the same team might be top 15. You see it with receivers a lot. It's rare you see two running backs on the same team finish within the top 15. And obviously, Chubb probably won't do that just because of the total points accumulation. But if we're talking on a points per game basis, I bet both of these guys are definitely going to be in the top 15. Yeah, I can't wait. to like For me, going into next season, I think points per game is going to be more of a factor in my rankings than ever before just yeah. because there's so many guys who you know you get nicked up and it's just like it's the covid year who cares like take your time yeah. getting back the packers did it with Devontae adams and aaron jones aaron jones who looked good coming back points per game is going to be interesting with dk metcalf too um tyler lockett can get thrown in here because he's apparently dealing with a knee problem going forward but dk metcalf nearly blanked by the rams and if you're going to be that number one guy the best receiver in the league as some have Foolishly anointed him only for DeAndre Hopkins to certainly make a statement. Uh, Metcalf goes two for 28. He was guarded mostly by Jalen Ramsey, which right. is a thing. And these two teams are going to play against each other again. Rams defense is really good. Yeah. I mean, the Rams defense has won them, what, four out of the six games they've won so far? It's a and tough performance because uh, he's been so great. The yeah. standard is so high. It's not a loser in my book. He was a loser this week, not for the year. I mean, listen, yeah. the guy is going to finish in the top five at the position. Exactly. That's and what he's going to be in the top three or four probably in terms of where he gets drafted next year uh, at, at the wide receiver position. I'm not saying you're and taking if you a remember pick five, the last but... game that they played against the Cardinals, Tyler Lockett got 20 targets. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't, if he's nicked up or can't really play in this game, maybe DK gets more of those targets. Yep. And you see more of a bounce back in a game where he gets some more beatable yep. coverage because. You know, another thing, the, the Rams defense is just damn good. They're really good. And their front seven does a great job of getting pressure as well. And you saw that with uh, Russell. He really struggled in this game badly. Yeah, they get pressure on everybody. And I think, you know, the the let Russ cook meeting, I think, you know, the stove without off. Chris the stove, Carson. The stove's only on simmer right now. Chris Carson might have been the one sparking that fire on the stove uh, yeah. for, for Russell Wilson because they have missed him dearly these last few weeks. Game. Yeah, um, I mean, Russell Wilson's Tom, amazing, but he's had – problems in his division before and i think that may creep into this game always has trouble with the rams yeah. always has, that's right that's the one team that he always has trouble with you're right yeah good call guys tom 
Another good call on your loser for this week. Yeah, I almost just ripped these microphone or whatever out of my ears. The uh, the headphones. headphones. Yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And your anger about this. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in a fit of rage over here over Michael Thomas. I actually traded for him in a league, uh, a standard league, right? So he totally went off for me this week. Uh, 27 yards, <laughs> got me 2.7 points. Um, yeah, he got seven targets and he only caught two of them. Look, that's that's a extremely low rate for Michael Thomas and Drew Brees. And now you get lowest Drew, ever, probably. Yeah, and now you get the Drew Brees injury. Um, the good thing is, and I don't want to, you know, I'm happy to call him a loser. You know, this is a segment where we dog on people or whatever. But in two of his yeah. next three games, he gets Atlanta, and if he has Jameis Winston, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's. It's fine. His end of game schedule, his end of season schedule is very good. I've been thinking about yeah. throwing it, like risking it all for Michael Thomas yeah. in leagues because whoever has him right now, it's, it's good, I'm happy you brought him up and highlighted him. Whoever has him now is fed the hell up and they're done. And they see Jameis Winston about to come in and, and here's what they think, Don. They think, oh no, this, this guy's uh, Michael Thomas' efficiency will go down. And for sure it will. But this is Jameis Winston, the most reckless quarterback of our lifetime. He's yeah. going to sling the ball. And yeah. he gets to play Atlanta. Twice. Twice. <laughs> in the next three weeks. And the third game in the next three weeks is Denver. <laughs> oh, who just boy. got absolutely scorched by the Raiders. Yeah, so you get you know, you know get in a situation where maybe the Saints don't manage the game as well with the greatest game manager of all time, Hall of Famer Drew Brees, not just a game manager. Hall of Fame but manager. A le- yeah, but a legend in his own right. At this point in his career, he really is kind of a game yeah. manager for them. But maybe, you, you know, you see them kind of open it up and they, and they might be forced to open it up because Jameis throws them a couple picks early in the game to get him down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and let's well, go into see. heroes because if he throws a couple picks, we got a guy who might be sneaky for you. What? I stole that Nothing for you? Nothing. stole my transition. Yeah, well... This is my beloved, my beloved Taysom Hill, and uh, this is just the PSA. You know, depending on which app you play on, and I'll go through the list here. Uh, Yahoo, he's a quarterback. Um, Flea Flicker, Ooh. he's a quarterback and a wide receiver. Sleeper, he's a quarterback. But good old ESPN gave us the honor of putting Taysom Hill tight at end. the tight end this year. <laughs> and you know what? I think they did the right thing. Until maybe now, because if he plays a lot of quarterback, it, it could kind of get a little crazy here. Um, but as, as long as he's not the starter, um, then I think it's fair game. And I think it's going to be interesting right now. And this will be interesting to monitor. Um, oh, well, he's probably higher up. I thought he – this is a stupid thing I was going to say. I was going to say he's the tight end 31, but I think he might be quarterback 31 right now. I don't Jesus. know. I don't know which uh, position ranking they're giving. There's no him. way. Yeah, you know, it's hard to tell which one you're looking at when you're looking at Taysom Hill. Yeah, it doesn't say two. He has two eligibility spots. So I just realized um, that on the fly. But I was going to talk about that. In any event, boys and girls, Taysom Hill has two touchdowns this year. He has rushing attempts galore in three of the last games. He has over five rushing attempts. Um, receiving, he has uh, in three of his last games. He has three catches. Uh, in total, but like the, 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 the juice here, the meat on the bone is that he comes in more often than not at like the 18 yard line. So yeah, yes, I was just about to say he can be so excited for Jameis and all that, but they might not take him out. You know, he might get into the red zone and he just might be the red zone package. And so if you can play this guy at tight end in a week, which we'll go ahead into this as well, that 
last week was one of the worst tight end weeks that we've ever seen. The number one tight end in fantasy ever. last week yeah. was Gronk. He had two or three catches and a touchdown, 12.1 and half point PPR, three or 13.1 and full point PPR. Most of the, t- the top five like finishers in the position are not even owned. They're random guys. Um, unless you play full point PPR Brown. where Mark Andrews bails you out on receptions only, uh, you really only had tight ends or you really only had touchdowns from Hunter Henry and uh, Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. That's it. That's all you got. Brutal. Yeah. And you know what? You got eight rushing attempts out of Taysom Hill last week. Eight. Yeah. So now you're going to tell me that I got a guy who's going to get eight rushing attempts. Like you said, I really like that you brought up um, that Jameis, you know, in the red zone. It makes so much sense to bring in Taysom Hill. Jameis is so inefficient in the red zone. You bring in Taysom Hill and, you know, you, you already have these packages where you know you have success. The thing, obviously, we're all going to be interested to see is do they let him finally actually throw the ball? Like you said, Don, they play Atlanta and then Denver and then Atlanta. So if there's ever a time to let Taysom Hill cut it loose and throw a couple, I think it's now. Uh, a guy on, on the stream worth claiming, though, also, is Jameis Winston for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason why you can't go get Jason Tatum and be really happy with it. <laughs> you just said Jason Tatum. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Somebody's got a birthday coming up. Um, sorry, Jameis Winston. Um, listen, if he wasn't, there's one good reason you can't claim one. Jason Tatum. Yes, he does not play football. No eligibility yet. <laughs> but here's the thing with Jameis Winston: like, if he weren't one of the most beloved Ruts quarterbacks ever, he would still be worth the claim. But he yes. is. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to start him in the league. Oh, I'm <laughs> so excited. I don't know where I'm going to start him. I'm going to start him. And listen, you ride the wave with him. I almost rode it to a championship with him. And that's what he gives you. He yeah. can throw for a ton of yards. He can throw for touchdowns. He runs for touchdowns in the most inopportune Do they times. cut him loose or do they just say, don't screw up, don't screw up? And and even if they say that, does Jamie say, listen, I'm Jameis Winston and I sling picks, baby. That's the other I thing. Think- On Monday, Sean Payton says that he wasn't naming a starter yet. The only way that the tight end experiment goes south is if they call Taysom Hill the starter. I think he will lose eligibility. I think they said that uh, coming into the year. So Jameis, mm-hmm. starter, Taysom, relief after the picks. He's your tight end, <laughs> and he plays quarterback for a half. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. At that yeah. There's so many avenues to him getting the QB role <laughs> mid game that he's almost worth the start at tight end. Exactly. It's must see TV that you know We always go off on t- on tangents when it comes to Taysom Hill. There's too much to go on. Because he's a tangent. That's what his role is on the team. <laughs> tangent he's like, Hill. let's go off on a Taysom Hill tangent for three plays and not force feed let's Alvin Kamara or happens. Michael Thomas. Let's give this guy the ball. Fuck this it. guy we drafted who was when he was thirty years old. He's awesome. You know who? Uh, you know anyway, the, you know who the Colts should really give the ball to? Michael Pittman, Naeem Hines. Oh, yeah. let's let's go. I'm going to say Jacoby this year. Obviously, you don't like to see uh, Jacoby Brissett get a one yard rushing touchdown, or and you don't really get to see the Colts play too much. At least we don't. You know, they're not on prime and they prime time a lot, and they play a very boring style of football. So. Uh, Hanson really keeps them off. Does a good job of keeping them off red zones. Smart. But 
I'll tell you what, the one game you get to see, Naeem Hines sure looks like the best back. This team plays, and you know, one of the things that I noticed, and I think it, it points to why Jonathan Taylor is struggling so much, is that the, the Colts play in the shotgun the entire game. And that's not suited to the way that Jonathan Taylor was the most successful running back in college football history, right? He went from Wisconsin that plays in this power running scheme and, you know, he wore teams down. You don't see him get any carries really in a, in a single back or even the I formation. None of that really going on. They're in the shock on the whole game. And Naeem Hines is just absolutely dynamo. He looks like a firecracker out He's there awesome. and I'm in. I, I, I unfortunately dropped him in one of the leagues that I paid money to, to pick him up earlier in the season. I'm going back to the well, and I'm paying more money for him. I was going to say, we're running out of time here. Is this a blow-the-bank situation with him? He gets uh, <sighs> Green Bay this week. Thank you. So, I mean... I knew there wasn't even a sweetener. And he gets Houston, I think, the next week. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks good for him. It even looks good for Phil. He's been turning around. I had to unleash the Phil and Hines stack in my Superflex League. You know, when, whenever I th- how'd that work? Out? Whenever, I've been killing it. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I throw that tandem out there, they they throw the fart down for me. Yeah, you well, gotta listen. start. You gotta start tweeting that out, like like deploying the Phil Hines stack, so we can all know and get in. Because in my auction league, I benched uh, Hines, and I was really kicking myself for it. I wish I knew well, prior to that you were going with the Phil a, Hines. I'll stack. tell you that. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, by the way, just uh, scrolling through the feeds, you know, looking for ancillary pieces. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling was wide receiver one this week. He only yeah, had he like had three catches, right? Four. Yeah, it's a weird week. Four for 148 and a tud. Yeah, well, weird that's week. what happens if you so, score uh, a 78-yarder. Wow. Unfortunately, Naeem Hines, week 16, plays against Pittsburgh. But in a game script like that, you could actually see Naeem Hines get a lot of work. He's weirdly... Yeah not exactly tied to a great matchup mm-hmm. but just listen to this week 11 green bay week 12 tennessee who he just lit on fire week 13 houston 14 vegas who gets run on 15 houston again and 16 he unfortunately ends with the steelers let's go baby That's it. like all those other matchups are top 10 easy yeah all right we move on some names to get to how about salvan ahmad he who sounds like, like easily the best back salvan ahmad <laughs> <laughs> This is a red. Um, he's painting the town red with the blood of his enemies. I was picturing it as a white. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but you know, maybe we can settle on. Why a am I acting like I don't know anything about <laughs> yeah, wine? Don, Don the wine we guy. Can settle yeah. on a rosé. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a rosé day. Um, he got a yeah. lot of work. It was really funny. I was kind of like uh, a little disconnected. I'm like. Who's getting all these carries? You know what I mean? And I, I just went off of, off of memory. I'm like, all right, let me check like Breda's profile. Okay, he's out. All right, let me check Howard's profile. He's Howard. not getting any work. Let me check Patrick Laird. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. Let me check Patrick Laird. Not getting any work. Let me check Lynn Nothing. Bowden Jr. Nothing. <laughs> let me check Salvon whatever. Oh, yeah, he got every ball. He got the ball every time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> twenty-one carries, eighty-five yards, and a touchdown. One target uh, for five yards as well. Uh, obviously, Gaskin's still on IR, so I think he's he's second in line to our boy Naeem Hines. Did we finally get him? That bitch, Miles Gaskin. That bitch, Miles Gaskin. Oh, that bitch, Miles Gaskin's gonna be back, Donnie. He's gonna All be right. back. Jaden back on the dock this week. 
Uh, eight carries for six yards and a touchdown. So we have a Jerome Bettis stat line. Love to see that. 15 no, targets. I hate to see that. I'm pissed at him. When you get the ball to one, you give it to Gibby. You I don't give it to McKissick. What is that crap? I know. Gibson almost, he had two touchdowns, so it's hard to complain. But it's like, if you're going to make McKissick the third down back, don't give away our goal line from Antonio Gibson. Yeah. We're, we're not we're not saying don't include J.D. McKissick. It's okay. We're willing to accept him. But you don't take what you've given us with Gibby. I'm starting to think Ron Rivera doesn't care about our fantasy football team. I'm starting to yeah. think he does because McKissick scored the first one and then he apologetically gave us two Antonio Gibson touchdowns. Yeah. And he did still pepper McKissick. With 15, 15 targets. targets. He has 30 targets over the last two weeks. <laughs> I mean, No I- one in the NFL. Has been more targeted. Oh my god! That's, he was a great scroll down choice for whatever price he was last week. So I'll pat myself on the back for that. At a point, Tom. Yeah, especially in DraftKings, he's going to be gold until they start to give him a little more respect. But the thing is, he's not getting any yardage. So it depends <laughs> on how DraftKings values yardage. Like even last week, he barely he he hasn't broken a hundred yards really in a game all hasn't year. Hasn't broken fifty. And this was his first touchdown of the season, so his value could still probably stay pretty low. Okay. We move on. Two tuds get to the dock. Wayne Gallman. Last chance. He sucks. Get Sorry. them while they're hot. What is he? What <laughs> sucks about him, though? I mean, his, if you want to talk about <laughs> goal line opportunity, he's amazing for it. They go to him. There's just it is what it is. He scored in four straight games. Wayne Gallman to the ship. And he, three and, yards he, per carry. and he was a great thing. Yeah, he's playing the Eagles run defense, which is very good. He hasn't he and uh he was better in the other games too. Let's not act like he's has just, he broken hundred total yards yet? No, he has okay. not broken hundred total yards. We just dinged McKissick for that. I didn't ding McKissick. I praised Scott, him. Okay, Scott. Okay. Okay, how many touchdowns does McKissick have? Does Way he, less than Gallman. Yeah. So how do you what do you like from your running backs? You like him to score touchdowns or you like him to not score touchdowns? I though? like Wayne Gallman was RB5 going into this week over the last three weeks. The only yeah. three weeks, by the way, he's played any snap share. Yeah. And then in this week, he backed it up with another two tuds. So now he's probably, what, RB2 behind Kamara? Pending Dalvin Cook's Monday night Yeah, so he'll be three. He'll be three behind Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook in the only games where he's had a legitimate role. I'm just, Keep telling me he sucks, Don. He does, but he's good. he's been good for fantasy. That's, that's what happens okay. at the end of the year. You know, it's a random... That's why year. they signed Devonta Freeman off the street to play over And him. how's he doing for him? He's hurt. And he was terrible when he started. We, always, we said he looked okay. It was their fault. Whatever. They never needed to sign him. Wayne was there and ready, Don. Yeah. And he'll always be. Stay ready. Me. Don't have to get ready. That's right. True. All right. From the golf man to Kalen Ball. From that. Maybe. The- Here's one you could talk some trash on, Don. I don't know. I have no interest in Kalen Balash. I mean, he. I don't he, know. He. I got the backfield by a wide margin. Three total touches too. Here's the thing. But that's crazy. Here's the thing about this one, boys. Um, he got a lot of touches, okay. as we just said, right? But next week. Who does he play? The New York football Jets. Oh, mama revenge game. A revenge game of 45 minutes. Uh, But yeah, they've been getting destroyed by running backs. (laughs) And if they're going to lose like they're going to, then Balazs is going to (laughs) get the same amount of carries again. And I'm interested in that. I, I like, there's no way that he's not at least a flex value. Yeah, for Definitely for not. a week. For yep. the week. That's it. Well, but two more weeks for Justin Jackson at least. 
He was placed on IR. And this we'll week. see about Eckler, but Eckler yeah, negative he, report today. They said it would be too soon. Really? For this week? Yeah. So you're right. For this week, Balage should be good to go. But, <laughs> and I think they play on Christmas. Why, or they think they play on Thanksgiving. Why would you bring Eckler back to play against the Jets? <laughs> well, when you only have two wins Fantasy f- football <laughs> yourself, players. maybe you want to try to secure one. I don't yeah. know. You just lost to the guy that uh they dra- that was drafted in front of Herbert that you spent the the first month of Herbert's starting career shit talking. But anyway, been good though. He's been good. He's been great, honestly. But yeah. All right. Uh, Malcolm Brown was oh. our was the roulette spin for the Rams <laughs> this week. Uh, six carries, thirty three yards, two touchdowns. Two Malcolm catches, Brown ruined yards. this game. He like Malcolm Brown could have been the only person to have two touchdowns and be a loser from a fantasy perspective because he ruined the game for everybody on the Rams. Right. Yeah. This was supposed to be our Bob Woods and Cooper Cup blow up games against a horrible secondary the seahawks were actually a team that stopped the run pretty well too they just got rolled over by this rushing attack malcolm brown scores two and even daryl henderson scores and here's the crazy part and why malcolm brown isn't at the top of the list even though he scored touch two touchdowns on a run heavy team cam Akers led the team in carries <laughs> i'm never drafting anyone on the rams again i mean what can you count on? I think Henderson <laughs> on is that team. somewhat reliable. Somewhat. He's, he, he's I mean, the best back for sure. He's not going to be that expensive next year. What do you think he'd go for? A five? No, I later bet even that. later. I bet, the, you know, you know how the hype train goes for a guy like Cam Akers. I would draft Sarah Henderson. Here. Me too. I he's been great. I won't. But, you I'm know, done. he's not going to get the, the carries, it seems like. We'll see. I actually did draft him this year in our league in the 15th round and then cut him for a kicker, and now he's primed to be an exceptional keeper for whoever has him on their roster. Hey, yeah, totally. Hey, Tom, you brought him up last week, and he's sticking it to you. Devontae Booker. Tom says, you know, some people might think you want to bring him up here. Well, we're going to make sure we don't bring him up here. Now we got to bring him two up, Tom. He's, he's got to two dunk. touchdowns, baby. Um. 16 carries is the more staggering stat line from Devontae Booker. They got out big and ran and they, ran and yeah. ran some more. It's, and they get the Chiefs next week, so you got to imagine they're going to be playing from ahead most of that game. Yeah, they'll too. get up huge in that one. Yep. <laughs> it's more than twice as, more than twice as many carries than he's had in any game this year. And uh, obviously more than twice as many touchdowns as the one he had last week. So uh, I'm still not buying it, but I'm not ready to say – F you Booker again because it'll be you know fool me once <laughs> shame on you yeah Welcome. <laughs> we we we've gone down this road too many times yeah. <laughs> hello darkness my old friend <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. had a great Thursday night game eight targets turned into seven catches for 101 yards he also had a carry that went for 21 been playing very well since he came back it's interesting to see guys that tall move that quickly on a football field. It kind of he almost reminds me of Chase Claypool a little bit with the size and speed combo, hmm. but Claypool obviously I think is a little more. I mean, a little I more Clay, sturdy. I think yeah, exactly. I mean, Pittman has just been banged up, and Claypool just plays in a great offense exactly. that throws the ball a ton. You know, where, yeah, I where mean, Pittman doesn't get those opportunities. Bills looked a lot better the last couple of weeks, so that's why I, like Pittman's an interesting add for me. I just I just don't know what he's to, our what top to wide. I ranked the I put these guys in order. So in yeah. my opinion, he's the top wide receiver ad for the week. It's speculative as hell, though. I mean, keeper leagues, you got to have him somewhere because I think, you know, he presents something interesting, especially if he continues with this strong finish to the season that he's hinting 
he may be acting. And I like that you that you brought that up. If you have an extra spot on your roster, like we've said, these expanded rosters for COVID and stuff like that, uh, and you have keepers, this guy wasn't even drafted. So depending on your rules, you know, you have if you're a league that has four or five keepers, something crazy like that, keeping this guy in the last round might not be a bad idea. No. Cole Beasley, 13 targets, 11 catches, 109 yards, and a tud. Very interesting game out of him. Uh, kind of unexpected in in my term, but we've always said 10 targets get you to the dock. Yeah, and here he is. This is a escape from banner coverage kind of thing. He's a slot receiver. This is kind of yeah. where he can do that. And it was a bad game for Diggs, and then you see you know, exactly why that happened. Uh, Cole Beasley, he's the man, in, the man of the hour, man of the week. And he had a couple duds uh, leading up to this, so it's nice to see him kind yeah. of blow back up. You know, they were starting to use like Gabe Davis, you're right, and McKenzie, and they're still going to use these guys. But it's nice to see that you know when you're in a big game and it's high scoring, and you really need some some clutch plays. Speaking of third and four, one handed Cole Beasley, maybe the best four yard catch of the year. That was a beauty. They, uh, Josh Allen knows. When when it's cut, when it's down to it, he can count on Colby. Well, they have no tight end, and so. for that reason, exactly, their tight ends he, get kind COVID of their tight end. every exactly. other week. Also, they had one with COVID <laughs> this week. Um, Cole Beasley, Scott, a lot of makeout parties in that tight end. Yeah, with the whole, um, the whole <laughs> tight end, we're judging. the whole tight end group one week actually had to go down for it. The bottle is spinning. Make out with whoever you want, as long as you have their consent. <laughs> I've always said that. Um, but you not know, on this show. Last week, I was I was searching Cole Beasley to see maybe you know this because I like those slot receivers in those kinds of matchups. And it's funny yeah. you brought it up, Scott, because the reason I didn't bring him up was how many bad games he's had. Cole Beasley usually has. He, Cole Beasley's good for games like this. You know, he's like a guy yep. who gets a few of these, and I'm glad he's got one. So he's he's officially back on my radar with some confidence. So I'll let you know. I'll give you a heads up maybe on the next one that I think. Yeah. Tom, you're on Cole Beasley watch and you're on Johnny watch. So you got you got two guys <laughs> that uh, we're counting on you for. I mean, that's let's get hope, your telescope because you're going to need it. Let's Fringe hope this confidence end. comes back and it resets that nice steady floor for Cole Beasley. Fringe well. tight end okay. one and slot receiver is my specialty. That's right. <laughs> we almost had it for man catch Marvin this week, but DeAndre Hopkins was not to be denied. Marvin Jones, 10 targets, gets you to the dock. <laughs> yeah. Eight catches, 96 yards, and a touchdown. His was early, too. It was super By early. the end of the day, he's, his he great was catch twice, was like think, an afterthought. Said, uh, yeah. Mike Evans had an incredible yeah. touchdown catch, too. But when you win the game, you get the, the When you win the game respect. on a Hail Mary and triple coverage, there's really not much. Uh, Kenny Galladay's got a hip injury. He didn't yeah. practice at all. I mean, it doesn't seem like that. Uh, he. I don't know. It's scary with him. Why I think would they not? Be careful with on him watch at this for point. like year long shutdown. Yeah. He's on a contract year, so he's the type of guy that might not even want to yeah. play. Could be in his best interest to sit. Marvin Jones getting peppered, and the boy is back. Is he the by the way? Is uh, he the Wayne Gallman of wide receivers right now? Marvin Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I just that's to piss why, down off why are we? <laughs> he doesn't suck. He he's scoring suck, every actually. week and only in these last four weeks. He's definitely the Wayne Gallman of the wide receiver uh, landscape right now. Yeah, oh. if you check the receiver rankings for that span, Marvin Jones definitely top ten. If your team has Marvin had Jones Marvin and Jones and Wayne week. Gallman over the last month, you've been just killing it. <laughs> just like everyone thought. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is uh, the second win of Man Catch Monday for DeAndre Hopkins, and the Cardinals have won the last two weeks. Man Catch Monday, hashtag stats. Wow. Yep. Last week we gave it to – Darrell Daniels. Yeah, he had a sweet catch. I forgot his name, but I remember the catch. 
Jalen Rager, seven targets, four catches for 47 yards. This is you, Don. I gave Scott, and Scott gave me permission <laughs> to put him on the dock. I mean, they got to throw to somebody. And, and the Giants defense, listen, I give the Giants a lot of shit, which means I have to give them credit when it's due. And the Giants defense is way better than you think it is. They have been very good. Yes, they played against two bad offenses back-to-back weeks, but they've handled their business. And Rieger, he did okay. And he did okay last week, too, or two weeks ago, caught the touchdown in the two-point conversion. They obviously want to get him involved. I think he's speculative at best at this point. So, like, you know, maybe those fringe teams who are going to be desperate. We got the Bucks bye week coming up. The Bills are on bye this week. You know, there's some big bye weeks still to come. Jalen Rieger might be that guy who can Carolina's pop Carolina's bye. You know, there's yeah. right now three receiver options that could be started for yep. Carolina. Giants are on by, so you can't have Sterling. You won't have Sterling Shepard. Not that that I matters. Just, it's just impossible to trust Wentz right now, who has who has scored eight points in his last two weeks. He played I against Dallas, guy. eight. Giants, <laughs> eight. It's just terrible. You can't trust that, and therefore you can't really trust anybody he's throwing to. That, That's fair. I, yeah, you're right, 100%. It just pisses me off that he scores so lowly against teams like that, and then 29 versus the Ravens. So it's just gonna he's gonna screw with people. Yeah, but like the, yeah, the Ravens were up like thirty to six in that game. Yeah. Even still, the second team Ravens defense is better than the first team Giants defense, probably. <laughs> I would agree. Josh Reynolds, ten targets turned into eight catches for ninety four yards. I feel like we go through this every year with him, but here this he is. is. Our, yeah, he's one of our guys. More routes run that and targets than Cooper Cup in this game for some reason. He's had um, more targets than Bob Woods since week four as well. Which is crazy because in week one, saw that one Bob on Woods had like 17 targets or something like that. Well, since week four. Again, I'm never dragging. No, I know. Around. I'm just saying like after week one, you think like, oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, right, Woods right, is yeah. in for the peppering think- this year. Yeah. Put the bib on, Bobby. <laughs> You time to get fed. Nope, not uh, quite. Nope. We want to pepper and Josh ABK Reynolds back. and run it with Malcolm Brown instead. By the way, I just looked at He definitely didn't have 17 targets week one, but he got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling, six targets turned into four catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. 78 of those 149 yards coming on the long touchdown that he caught from Aaron Rodgers. But that does mean he had three for 71 otherwise. That's Pretty good. When they go deep, they look to MVS. What's yeah. scary is the Lazard man's coming back. Uh, bio Lazard. I like Lazard a lot. As you guys know, we I was know. big on him when the season started. Yes. And uh, I hope that he just takes over for MVS. I do think he's the better receiver, but he catches more passes. If MVS is going to get six targets and he's going to get those, you know, those deep shots down the field from mm-hmm. a great deep thrower like Aaron Rodgers. You can do a lot worse in your extra flex leagues and through these bye weeks, I think. Yep. And on the other side of the ball, the other guy who scored a long touchdown in that Packers-Jags game, Keelan Cole, two tuds gets you to the dock, especially when one of them is a punt return touchdown. Yeah, that was fun. Fun game for you him. He put the the roller skates on the kicker for him at the end. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He put him in the blender, man. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun to watch. <laughs> No. That made me feel better about myself as an athlete. <laughs> like seeing a prof- seeing a professional just handle that. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't mean to make fun of the guy, but damn. But you kind of do. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. I think Indy Tennessee was surprised at how. Wait, we got we got a couple of streamers that I think might be worth a claim. I'll bring them up real quick. Yeah, real quick. I got interesting stats for you, Don. Kirk Cousins versus Dallas next week. You say, why would we stream Kirk Cousins? Why would we claim Kirk Cousins? Because he's playing the Cowboys. He has gone twenty plus in every single home game this season, and he gets Dallas at home. All in on Kirk Cousins this week. Logan Thomas has a great matchup. Still low ownership. And he's got six targets back-to-back weeks from Alex Smith, who just quietly threw for 390 yards. So he's back a little bit. Chargers get the Jets. And the Browns get the Eagles. The Browns have only allowed 23 points over the last two weeks. And they played Houston and Las Vegas in those two games. It was a pretty two good Pretty good offense, and they're right at there. home. And the the forecast is already calling for more rain in Cleveland. And you get Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I think the Browns Turnover defense machine. might be a decent little ad here. All righty, all righty. Let's talk about some of these games. Colts, Titans. Colts just obliterated the Titans in the second half of this game. It was close. It was a tie. It was um not a tie game, but it was you know I, potential it was close. Uh, potential it loser uh, of the week. AJ Brown. 70-yard touchdown drop, stone cold in his hands. Yep. And then he was like, oh, you guys thought that was bad? I'm going to keep dropping balls. Don't you worry. <laughs> I will drop every target that I have left in this game. If anything hits these hands, it's hitting the ground next. It's crazy how it feels Buddy. like that's a bad game for Derrick Henry, too. 100 yards, no touchdown, and you're, like, pissed off. If yeah, they took it. him out of the game. <laughs> it's, like, one of the best defenses yeah. in the league. Yeah. Like, their hurry-up offense. Like, Henry's not on the field. I was like... How do you get to the point where you think your offense is better off without Derrick Henry on the field? Even if he's just in there as another pass blocker. He's he like another so offensive lineman on the for middle you. of the field. And it, yeah, it's, it's insane. He doesn't drop the ball good. when he's throwing the ball. No. No. He's just If just, we if we had Derrick Henry, go back and look at Derrick Henry's high school stats. <laughs> That's the type of numbers he would be putting up at least from a carries perspective if me, Don, and Tom <laughs> Ran the offense. For I don't Derek know that we Henry's do anything team. else. No. All righty. Uh, Texans, Browns, uh, and then uh, Washington. Oh, wait. I guess we should de- recap that. I guess we kind of did. What? Texans, Browns? Yeah, the team sucked. It's like, awful. It, they were, it was a bunch of losers. Welcome back, Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, still going to have value, obviously. Yeah, those done. guys you could really continue to root for. And I think you just wiped the slate clean for the Texans. Let's not go too crazy. Yes, overall, they're a bad football team. But I think those receivers are still guys that you can start on your fringe of like your top 15 to top 20 guys. And specifically, I mean, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Washington and Detroit turned into a really fun game. Was not expecting that one. Uh, Terry McLaurin is so good. Yeah. Every week in and out. I feel like every week I'm like, man, Terry McLaurin is just really, really good. Yeah, he's very good. They use they use this crap out of him, too. It would have been easy to draft him, and I certainly just didn't. Oh, I'm happy we we didn't forget about him. I, I have to bring him up and, and pay my respects as I shut him down. But I didn't know DeAndre Swift was going to play the entire damn him. game. Yeah. You know, like this was the first game he got named the starter. And, and of course, we didn't even know he was going to be the starter until I believe Sunday morning or maybe yeah. late Saturday. So it was before the, my shutdown was even chosen. And if I had known that he was going to get 20 total touches, there's no way in hell I would have shut this young man down. And he proved to me that there's no way I'll be shutting him down for the rest of the season. He has explosiveness written all over him. You see him hurdle a guy. He's great in the receiving game. First running back, if you remember the stat I brought up, uh, the the football team hadn't allowed a, a running back to get over 30 receiving yards. Well, not anymore. DeAndre Swift blew through that door as well as 16 carries. 
and a touchdown. He looks awesome, and yes. he gets Carolina next week. Let's go. Yes. Giddy up. Young That's a big spot. All right. Huge spot. Yes. Uh, Jackson- In the league, I need a W. Let's go, DeAndre. Sorry, no. <laughs> Jacksonville and Green Bay. It's not like we have much to cover with this game. I mean, you know, James Robinson looked great. Aaron Rodgers looked great. James Robinson, two touchdowns taken back from penalties. Oh, that's brutal. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not fun. So it could have been, you know, the the uh, the matchup doesn't show up in the in the fantasy box score with all the touchdowns like the Packers have been allowing, but it was it was right there. Okay. So next week you go right back to the well, whoever's paying the Packers, you load it's up. Naheem Hines. So Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines. That's right. Naheem Hines and definitely not Jonathan Taylor. Apparently. Well, it could it could very well be Jonathan Taylor, unfortunately. Well, you know why it Can might not be Jonathan Taylor? After the last few weeks with him, though. Well, the thing I is, know. is if if the uh, Packers play as well as they have been, then I expect that they have a good chance to win this game. And that that would lead to shotgun snaps, leads to Naheem Hines, et cetera, et cetera. It follows. It, yeah. You know. Yeah. Miles Sanders comes back in the Eagles-Giants game, it's basically awesome. back to his regular workload. Uh, looked great, as Tom said. Just got vultured twice, and that sucks, but that's not going to happen every got game. vultured from 50 yards yeah. out on yeah. Boston Scott. That that's was a sweet run. That was a bomb. Well, Corey Clement vultured him. Corey Clement absolutely vultured him. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, I mean, it was nice. The, the way I say he looked good is like he, he didn't look like one of the running backs that come back from injury and, you know, there's something wrong with him or like he, he lost a step or he wasn't totally healthy. He looked, you know, every bit of himself. So there's no Agreed. fear surrounding yeah, him. You got the full Miles Sanders experience, and I think down the stretch you can continue to reap, hopefully reap the benefits of that if uh, Carson Wentz can get his act together a little bit. And, hey, Daniel Jones, way to shake off those demons, bud. Yeah, nice thirty he ran yard a run, straight line right into the end zone, and, and didn't trip over didn't his own two feet. Fall on his own face. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Tampa Bay beat the brakes off of the Panthers in this one. Brady throws for three touchdowns, runs for another. Uh, pretty well spread all around. Antonio Brown ends up leading the Bucks in in catches. Mike Evans leads in yards and scores. Yeah. Godwin six for ninety two. Sorry, was, Godwin led in yards. Uh, Ronald Jones ninety yard touchdown. The the Bucks Sega. offense gave you you know they gave you everything that you wanted to mm-hmm. see against the Saints and more in this game against the worst defense in the NFL or one of the worst defenses in the NFL. And that's kind of been the way the Bucks operate. They've been very good against bad teams and teams that get good pressure, like the Rams next week on Monday night. The Bucks really might struggle against. Yeah, even though they looked awesome. This week, they might go right back to looking clueless again. We'll, we'll see. But, I mean, you got to keep trotting these guys out there. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're stuck with your bucks, basically. Stuck Teddy, if you buck. Well, let's hope Teddy Bridgewater is okay. Yes. Because not only has he been great, but this offense has really been great. Obviously, Curtis Samuel had a down week this week. It was more of a DJ Moore comeback. But, you know, he's really holding this offense up for us for fantasy relevance mm-hmm. perspective. It's been amazing. And I hope he stays healthy because he has been great this year. Speaking of staying like- healthy – Christian McCaffrey, Don, is that where you're going? Yeah. Well, I'll let you do it. All right. <laughs> um, so it's looking like Christian McCaffrey out for um, another week. Perhaps he's already considered doubtful to play, uh, and the Panthers get the Lions, who give it up to running backs. So we may get our final thank you. We said that last time. Yeah, too, I was going to say, this is like, <laughs> when Derek, this is like when Derek Jeter retired and he just got a gift at every <laughs> – 
every stadium. So oh, this is the last Mike Davis week, and he goes, does the curtain call, and cherish it while it lasts. <laughs> you gotta cherish it. Yeah, I'm like two weeks ago. I'm in the chat, like sending him off the space, you know. And then the next, <laughs> the next week, I gotta send the gif of him crawling out of his grave. And it's just, uh, hopefully, he can stay out a little while longer. What's what's concerning if you're a Panthers fan. Uh, and if you're a McCaffrey owner, they're not past their buy yet. So it's yeah. like week 13 is their buy. Do they just say, ah, screw it. Just hold them all the way to week 13. And then you get what? Two Christian McCaffrey weeks of the regular season in fantasy the entire year. Wild. Terrible. Wild. Raiders Broncos. We mentioned they just beat the brakes off him. The Drew Locke fourth quarter magic never came, although he did sort of save his day with the touchdowns too. Yeah, he's got a rib issue that he's dealing with, so we'll see how that affects him moving forward. Um, really can't take anything out of this game besides that Josh Jacobs is looking like one of the few first-round picks that really hit this year. Um, and even he it. was more of like a second-round pick, I think, too. He was on that fringe. Yeah, you know, I saw him take him in the first. I saw him take him in the Especially second. 12-man leagues, he yep. could have been a, a first-round pick as well. Though, you know? Yeah, and and even uh, Josh Jacobs has really just had a couple mammoth weeks. Like mm-hmm. this week in Carolina, were just two monsters that he had. The rest of them, he's been he's been pretty solid, but he's yeah. really propped up in that RB one range off of those two games. But you know, they they still count. Yeah. All righty. The rookie quarterback battle: Justin Herbert, three touchdowns again. He ran for one and threw two. Tua Tagovailoa throws for two. Dolphins get the win. I mean. This was a this was a fun game. Keenan Allen has looked amazing this season. Yeah, uh, we, we covered this game pretty good yeah. with Tom going to, going was... over Hunter Henry's game and yeah. Kalen Balaj already uh making his appearance on a document. Yep. Seattle and Los Angeles, the I mean, the Rams defense, man. They're for real. And they're like gonna be, I think, a real problem for fantasy teams moving forward. And especially Scott, you mentioned they get the Bucks. At home on or uh, in LA on Monday night, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure about where they're playing. I just know that they're playing travels, against so each it other. Really matter. Uh, apparently, it should. And like I said, uh, that's a team that really does a good job of getting pressure. And those are the teams that have really made Brady struggle mm-hmm. and the Bucks at large struggle. I do think the Russell Wilson turnaround will happen because now they're kind of getting to He's that fine. point where they're not guaranteed to win the division. He's so, fine. He's fine. Like we said, he had a he had a tough game against a team that knows him and knows him well. Yeah. And uh I think the Bills game was just a just kind of a weird yeah. game for them that he made some bonehead plays. You yeah. know, he he made some bad some bad decisions that he normally doesn't make and I think we're allowed we have to allow we have to allow a bad game from our from our heroes even yeah. though they, you know, we don't expect them sometimes they let us down a little bit. It's okay, Russell. Yeah. We'll get them next week. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like I don't think Alvin Kamara is a lock to be the number one pick in drafts next summer, which is crazy considering the, the how well he's been playing. But man, he's he's just so fun to watch. And well, there's there's I think he's the, a lock, you know, like there's a consensus, and then it is yeah. astray from that. And you usually pick Kamara, and then someone else I will usually pick well, Barkley. Like, and like CMC was a lock this year. Yeah, done. And you just saying you. You Camara at that level. Yeah. I don't think so because CMC is going to be right where he was last year. Dalvin Cook. Some people might even prefer Dalvin Cook to Camara, which is fine because Dalvin Cook clearly has the stranglehold on the touches and in that field, and Camara is dealing with Murray and Taysom Hill for some reason. Yeah, but so he's I just he's hurt too. So I don't know. I'm I'm not 
ready would, to say. If I had the number one pick, I'm taking Kamara. But I don't think – if you ask 10 people, I don't think Kamara gets – he might get the most votes, but he won't get the majority. Like he won't get six of 10 votes for the number one pick going into next year. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be pretty open. It'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, for the Niners, though, Brandon Ayuk, seven catches for 75 yards and a touchdown. At what point do we start considering him as the first 49ers receiver taken in drafts next year? Obviously not counting Kittle. I think they'll just go um, all right by each other because no one will yeah. be comfortable enough to say. And they Yeah, but I, I wouldn't blame you for saying it. sucks because I love both of them. Yeah, and I think I think that if you're looking for – I think Ayuk might get ranked higher. Ah. You know what? Actually, I think Debo. My, I, it's the He's same reasoning, right next but to I can't other, figure out which one I think is going to be higher. Yeah. I think Debo will probably get the boost just because he has that like that running game type we're gonna of usage do, as well. We're going to do with Ayuk and Samuel what we did with Woods and Cup this year, and what we used to do with Diggs and Thielen. Take we're just whoever be goes like, later, right there. Take the guy who goes later. <laughs> fine. Yeah, they're going to get ranked uh, that's right next to each other. I promise that. Yeah, the Niners Niners Saints game was a weird one. It was good to see Nick Mullins look more competent this week. Yes, Pittsburgh beats the brakes off of Cincinnati in this one. Um, a lot of break beat. I don't really have. Yeah. Um, do the Steelers have three wide receivers that you guys would call wide receiver twos within lineups? Yes. Those being Juju, Deontay, yeah. and Chase Claypool. It seems like. Uh, that's a definite yes to me. These guys are all getting ten targets yep. each a week. Yeah, um, it, it, it's pretty. It's under the radar. Really damning recently for James Conner, and I don't think people are really talking about that a lot. I want to make sure I bring that up. He's been t- downright terrible yes. over the last two weeks against the Cowboys and against the Bengals. These are not difficult matchups. Forty nine combined just, yards on fifteen touches this week. Yeah, so I mean that that's this is more of a smash spot than I would expect him to kind of fade into the background. It seems mm-hmm. like the Steelers are just committed to throwing the football. Yeah. Thielen just had an amazing touchdown catch. Did he really? We like that. It was uh right oh we like that. Yeah that's actually you like that huge for us in a league yeah. that we all have Together we rock. We do rock. One-handed <laughs> lefty um, also gave himself like the little juggle to adjust with one hand, like to oh to secure the ball. That's good. He did that all one-handed, falling to the ground, you know, at a million miles an hour. It was pretty impressive, to be honest. I look forward to seeing the replay. But first, Cardinals Bills, what a game! Um. I was thinking about this the, today, watching the football. At Kyler. God's blessed us with that game. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I can't wait for people to fall into the same trap that they fell in with Lamar Jackson this year with Kyler Murray next Kyler year. Kyler Murray. No, he's different, man. He's just built different. It's just a thing. It's a <laughs> okay. Take him. Take yeah. him in the first round. Go for and it. It's, and his production is gonna and it'll make- dip. People have the same conversation that they had about Lamar. It's very funny that you brought them up. Kyler has been way better than Lamar even was last year to this point, in my opinion. I, I don't know if it's statistically true. I it believe is. it is. It is. But just from an eye test, Kyler just looks unstoppable on every play, mm-hmm. everything he does. Even when he can't even see the receiver, it seems like, you know, there's Hopkins for him. Uh, this is an, an awesome yeah. game, an awesome offense, both sides of the ball. Uh, Diggs goes 
buck wild and clutch Diggs comes out again with a diving catch of his own yeah. only to be man outdone. Catch. This is one of the most heavily contested man catch Mondays ever. No kidding. And there's DeAndre Hopkins just rising a little bit above everybody. <laughs> snagging right. out of the air. That's right. We could have memed that. Just been like one set of hands is Mike Evans. Let's get another, another set of hands like Diggs. Another set of hands <laughs> yeah. feeling. And there's DeAndre just like, nah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that game was awesome. Uh, that was, was really, really why I saved that one for last. It I, was we really still have to get nice to, to Baltimore, see, New England. Uh, I'm sorry. It was really nice to see Kenyon Drake return here. 16 carries, 100 yards. He did lose a fumble, but, but that's a right back good to him. sign. Yeah, and he looked strong. Uh, I'll say it just because we love Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, over the course of his career, has always been a second half of the year guy. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens th- this second half. Um, I'm hoping for some explosion games yeah. from him. Baltimore, New England. Uh, we missed Rex Burkhead, but I do believe he caught two touchdowns. He did. So, uh, Good call. He also, uh, no, Damian Harris had 22 carries, but Burkhead had 10, uh, 10 touches total. He so he had more than Damian Harris, good at football. Yeah, I mean, Burkhead, really good runner. Burkhead, though, as well. I mean, they both look good. That game was yeah. uh, some bad weather as well, if we're going to talk about bad yes. weather games. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Uh, the shutdown of Hollywood Brown worked out for me, but only because it, passing was an impossibility. There was just no yes. passing to be had. Oh, wow. on the field. Unless you were throwing Willie Sneed. Unless your name is Willie Sneed. <laughs> the need. He also well, had, had two touchdowns. for Sneed, baby. Yeah, he also had two touchdowns. So we missed but both of those happens. guys in the like, Heroes segment. I don't know. I mean, they got their shout out. That's uh, it. As we're watching the game, uh, Don brings up a good point. Uh, Jacoby Myers has a beautiful reverse touchdown throw to Rex Burkhead. And Don goes, why didn't the defense notice that Jacoby Myers took his gloves yeah. off to throw that took ball? Took his gloves off for the play <laughs> and put them back on. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that maybe that should have been a bit of a giveaway that he was going to throw the yeah, ball. Like, but but uh, the, the, the good thing was he did it after Willie Sneed had already taken his off. Yeah. So that might have been a disarming maybe. thing for the defense. Like, oh, he's taking his gloves off just like Willie did. Like, but Jacoby Myers nothing could, weird about that. Like they, I think they get Houston this week, which is a huge blow up spot for Damian Harris, who got twenty two carries as well. Yeah, if he's going to get another big carry load, you could see what Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt just did to Houston. I think Damian Harris is in a great spot. Yep. But uh, all of a sudden, Jacoby Myers as well. Yeah, Jacoby Myers has been playing. I like those good football. two. You know, we get we get Trevor Lawrence in there because you know the Patriots are going to figure that out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, they got a nice young core there. Just need the tight end. Unfortunately, they can't go find Gronk anywhere. Ravens got to figure out that passing game. I think they should try to. Yeah, that's a good point, Scotty. All righty. Well, that's going to do it. Tom mentioned the Adam Thielen touchdown. That is sure to be a highlight play. I'm sure you've already all, all already seen that on the Twitter. Um, before that was a couple of turnovers. Hopefully you got what you want. I think that game's going to end up being very, very ugly. So hopefully you enjoyed it or you did something else to uh, make good use of your I time. I need like 12 more points from Thielen, full PPR to sneak a W I didn't expect to get. I hope that you get it. Let's go, Thielen. I'm sweating out uh, individual tackles and things like that <laughs> for the IDP League. So that's always fun. I have no idea. Like I could easily not get it and I have four guys going just because defense is like so fickle right. sometimes. But either way, it's a fun game, sick game we play. And we'll be back for week 11 of said sick game. You got three weeks left. Let's get you to the playoffs. Time to make a run. Yes. For Tom and Scott, I'm Donald. Keep scoring, everybody. Rutz FF on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) 